Incredulous installment will be split into two parts and will feature commentary from comrades Scott, Joe, Chava, Rod, Lauren, and myself. In part one, that's the part you're listening to right now, we cover yet another twist in the student loan saga. Joe yucks his yum on the Staten Island Amazon Union victory. We inch a little closer to the Anthropocene extinction. Michelle Wu's sound ordinance cringes into effect, and the Diamond Lord becomes your new Twitter daddy. We'll give you just a peek behind the fascist curtain before Hava finally introduces us to the cow which shan't be governed. We hope you enjoy part one and keep your eyes peeled for part two. I'm just like... Can we stop killing people? Because, like, I don't yeah. want, I'm, I'm not supporting either side that's leading to atrocities of working people. You know, at the end of the Absolutely. day, I feel like communism is, you're supposed to advocate for the working class. And, and you can't just advocate one side of, the, of a war like it's a game of football or something. So this is going to be, a spe- I guess, a special episode of the Epoch. Like, what the fuck? You guys were just kind of already talking. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Rob and Lauren here. Or Rod, Rod and Lauren, excuse Rod. me. Um, okay, everyone does it. Yes. I'm sorry, go with, folks. Go with, go with Roderick if, if it's easier. Ooh, that's a good name. I like that. Roderick and Lauren are here. Yeah. And they're going to talk about fascism, I guess. Is that was the, and, yeah, and Nazis know. in the local area. Is that what we're here for? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. No, they were just here for the potluck. Yeah. Ash is an expert. Oh, no. Ah, Jesus. A lot of pressure. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, we already had an episode on fascism, so, oh. you you know. It was our third oh. episode, wasn't it? It's not a third fucking episode. That was like our 18th episode. Anyways. Let's talk a little bit. Fuck it. Let's talk about the Borat reboot. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what the fuck was he thinking about that? I, you know, like, I mean, the, the first one, like, I mean, it was it was true satire where, you know, he's a Jewish man talking about throwing the Jew down the well and, you know, doing it in a way to provoke a response. And I think, you know, he, he got some good responses there. But the second one where he's got his fake daughter and is it? it I don't know, feel like it worked. Uh, 2020 the dumpster fire was better yeah i, mean, I think you gopnik did a, a little segment about that just about how borat was like i mean i realize this is satire <laughs> <laughs> but, but realistically uh it was interesting to hear a, a, a yugoslav critique borat well i mean you, you have to understand that a lot of what we do is satirical as well that was the whole thing with 20 with the dumpster fire is that i went in there to make fun of politicians and then COVID happened george floyd died and all of a sudden like the election just stopped hmm. happening and so shit got serious and so i dutifully uh, put on my serious guy hat uh but you know before that i spent a good amount of time uh you know dressing up as a spaceman and showing up at the new hampshire polling places you know yeah so i mean you literally put on your serious guy hat because like you had a helmet yeah <laughs> that, that, that is true I, I i made a point of that to, to show the 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 switch uh with a uh a visual pun if you will it was effective it was effective oh thank you i you know sometimes you got to spell it out for uh 
for the audience. Well, I mean, I mean, not you guys. I mean, obviously you get it. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Our I audience mean, is not, stupid. Let me tell you. Yeah. You know who Noam Chomsky is. You're probably sit around watching uh, you know, stuff from the Zen Institute, um, reading DSA manuals or something. But um, I really thought I'm, I thought I was going to have to dial back the Noam Chomsky. Uh, as I was saying before the show, uh, you know, when you're interviewing Noam Chomsky, just remember that anything that he says is filtered uh, through his experience with the military industrial complex, which is what MIT is. That's who they fucking work for. I mean, that's Absolutely. pretty fucking clear. <laughs> it's okay. No, like, yeah, he's, uh, you know, a manufacturing consent uh, uh, was a landmark uh, piece of fiction or <laughs> I, I don't know what the hell that thing was. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's had some good things to say. One of my favorites is, uh, you know, talking to those normie reporters. And when people ask, you know, why, on earth we get all these morons in the mainstream media and his answer more or less i'm paraphrasing is that they put those stupid people in those positions because they actually believe the stupid shit coming out of their mouths and they could be pawns to the people that edit the network and own the network etc cetera, etc cetera. you know he's, he's slow and not entertaining so you know, yeah, he's like him. really ancient yeah it's like, wild. I feel old. like I thought he like I. That man is old. He's I seriously wild. like I don't know how he's still alive. Have you seen him? His fucking interviews. Lately? I met like, him at Occupy. Like he's and he was like really like old. Wait, ha- have I seen his interviews? He's, I interviewed him. <laughs> first question. I, I so this was the thing. I had made the decision that it was not going to be a confrontational interview. It's not like the one that we're having right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to get my questions and finish what he's saying, no matter what that was. And he spoke for 18 motherfucking minutes after my first question. Jesus, I think that I had to say motherfucking to make my point, though. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. iTunes, how are you today? <laughs> no, you can. You say whatever the fuck yeah, you want. We, you know, okay. you don't, well, I don't know whatever. what you guys rate your thing, but if you make it so it's, it's not explicit, no. it's not. put not suitable for children. Yeah. So well, if you're okay. a child listening to this, kind of rad, but stop it. You'll be bored until like all of the gray matter in your brain just seems so, it's like ceases to work. Just the thought of, like, a five-year-old trying to listen to Noam Chomsky for longer than a minute, it sounds like a painful ordeal. Because the man has been ancient for, like, 40 years. Yeah, I met him when I was 23. <laughs> I was just as bored then. Yeah, no, my my friends have a, a homeschooling resource center in Somerville, and they had some of the, like, middle school age kids ask him questions, and they had to be like, remember, he is very old. I, I don't I don't know what you imbeciles sit around doing, but I thoroughly enjoy listening to Noam Choms, Chomsky's boring speeches. It's just that the average person cannot digest it. I, 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 I actually really... I, Really? I enjoy a lot of what he has I to actually say. prefer his he's, linguistics he's work. Wrong. He's wrong about a lot of the things that he has to say. Uh, but I think, you know, we need to have a well-rounded media diet. I like Alex Jones, but the, the man is a crazy person. I'm, he's a I agree with you there. 
incredibly yeah, entertaining. I love yes. Alex Jones. He's an amazing entertainer, but I believe yeah. that he should be a part of your media diet, as should Ben Shapiro, uh, Stephen Crowder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's not Jordan like, Peterson, like, that oh, Jordan Peterson's amazing. Oh that guy God. is oh, such no. a lunatic. What this frog voice and uh, <laughs> I've been sitting around uh, watching Star Wars, and we've repurposed it. Jordan Peterson is a legend, like. <laughs> I just like a legend even, among crazy people. I, I can't believe people take that guy seriously. Oh, he's he's amazing. Oh god, I love I appreciate him. Appreciate the counterbalance. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, and this you is gotta why make I, your bed, or else you're like a failure. Yeah. Lauren actually had made a rule that I was not allowed to speak to her about Alex Jones, Jimmy Dore, or Dore uh, Tim Pool, or, or Tim Pool, unless mm. I've been awake for like for, two hours and had coffee. I, <laughs> I thought it was an hour. An hour. Yeah, about that much. Because, you know, he used to wake me up. Like, he'd be awake before me and on the phone or, like, on Twitter, like, you know, scrolling. And then he'd be like, dude, look what Tim Pool said. Look at this. And I'm like, I'm like I just woke up. <laughs> I'm sure it's hilarious. Just give me a minute. Oh, no. What's wrong on the internet today? No, but it wasn't that. I was, because uh, I had just gone on Jimmy's show. Right, and I was right. In, I was in an actual feud. Not, yeah, not, that's not, true. Not just a, like, as opposed a, a to your not actual. <laughs> uh, you know, we've had little. <laughs> I mean, what was the, the the thing? Okay, so we posted this. Uh, we posted a ton of trailers for Twenty Twenty The Dumpster Fire, and one of them uh, was Tim Pool praising the shit out of. Me. Oh yeah, Tim Pool loves Rod secretly like, and like, me. And I I don't think he really knew who I was, nor did most of the right. But uh, in 2019, when I was doing my satirical run for president. <laughs> I was going as Rod Epstein and Gilm Self Weber, uh, which is how I try to file at the New Hampshire primaries. And I happened to be invited to this art show, uh, you know, like for my own art, in, you know, not just there for the cheese and crackers uh, in Miami, um, which is one of the satellite fairs of Art Basel. And that it was the week where that guy um, posted uh, a the banana duct tape then. He let the, uh, Mariso Catalan uh, taped the duct tape. You know, no, no. David oh. Tuna ate the banana. Oh, get, that's get it right. straight here. Okay. So this guy, Mauricio Catalan, who was known for making those gold uh, toilets <laughs> from Trump, yeah. uh, you know, to duct tape oh, a banana God. to the wall. And so David Tuna went and ate it and they replaced it a bunch of times. And then I went in there and after they had taken the banana down for like the third time, which was priced at uh, $150,000. I went and wrote Epstein and kill himself on the wall because that was kind of just the meme of the time. In lipstick. In lipstick. Um, you know, for which I got arrested. Wait a second. Just, I have a question. Unlike David Tuna, was, who was actually not arrested for di- actually damaging art. I just wrote it on a blank wall. I, I have a question about that. Did It looked like you were wearing lipstick in the video. Did you put uh-huh. it on? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, okay. just, uh, yeah, so initially I went in there with um, one of my standard tricks, which is uh, colored hairspray, uh, manic panic style stuff uh, that washes off. Because if I went in there and did actual uh, damage to the wall, that would be considered uh, vandalism. If you do it with the colored hairspray, it's just mischief. Um, <laughs> but they had super tight security there. And so I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll just switch it up. And I went to the CVS and got some Revolution Red lipstick and uh, decided because I was absolutely fucking paranoid. And I think we deserve our paranoia with five grand juries uh, put forward by the FBI. Oh, my God. In two Rob states. Well, you know, we'll get to that later. 
Um, but, uh, I, you know, I'm thinking to myself, oh no, the, you know, they're, they're going to know, like, I, I have to actually put the lipstick on or, or, or they're going to know that I'm, that I'm up to something. Um, <laughs> that, that was my thought process. And, uh, you know, it might not have been logical and it might've been based in paranoia, but very happy. Like most things. You looked nice while you did it. That's the. You looked beautiful. Line. Oh no, no. I was, I was so <laughs> overweight. I gained 50 pounds because of the Trump lawsuit. I, you know, I learned how to become a lawyer to, to sue Donald Trump. Trump, uh, which I won, by the way. Um, Hell yeah. And I just I spent all the time eating candy bars and, and drinking Red Bull, and it was, did not do wonders for my parents, I'll tell you that much. Um, but, we're but I won. To, but we're supposed Hell to yeah. talk about Nazis. Yeah, fuck the Nazis. No, well, we have. We're having fun. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, actually, yeah, yeah that's true. Um, <laughs> we did have some news that we were going to cover. Yes. Uh, Oh, okay. yeah, we fucked up your show. Go ahead. No, no it's fine. No, this is great. This is great. <laughs> this is how our episodes go. Like, yeah, was, we have a preamble, and this is a long one, but it's great. So, oh. it's only recently that we like figured out that we have to like talk about what we're gonna do before we just hit record. But yes, of course. <laughs> Everybody check out my twenty the dumpster phone. They're not the they yeah. on there Tubi and uh, what other platforms? Just. Besides Tubi. Oh, uh, a- Apple TV, Google Play, Voodoo, Hell iTunes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There might be some. Oh, what's, what's that weird Walmart one? <laughs> oh, Voodoo. 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 No, that's Roku. <laughs> that's a, uh, it's, it's Walmart. Walmart, Walmart owns Voodoo. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. We have really sold out to the, to, to the corporate industrial complex. Yeah. Hey, but as the paradox of anarchism, Her- Herbert Reed's 1941 essay said, sometimes you got to buy into their thing to-, to get a little power to fight against the power. That's my big excuse. Indeed. Because they haven't paid us a goddamn cent. We're on the fucking Spotify model. You got to <laughs> make money to take money. Or something. I don't know. Jesus Actually, Christ. we distribute this through Anchor, which oh. is now owned by Spotify. So Anchor's yeah. pretty Use like easy to use though. I, I when I did Renters Radio, I liked Anchor. It wasn't Spotify back then. Spotify. No, Anchor's always been Spotify. Yeah. Nuh-uh. I yeah, wasn't. No, Anchor was made by Spotify. You know. Uh, hey man, I, I, w- I was back on uh, the radio when the radio was a real thing, and uh, it was it became Clear Channel, and that fe- that felt no, like Clear Channel. Voldemort was uh, coming <laughs> down to put our Clear Channel on took away everything. Hmm. Yeah. Well. So, yeah. See what they took from you. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't really anything, Jesus. I guess, because it forced us to go out on our own and, and make fun of Joe Biden to his face. Yeah, there's you know? so many silver linings in this. Really. <laughs> I would hope so. Revolutionary optimism. Yes. I don't know much about it, but. I want to talk about happy things, man. <laughs> oh, that, guy's, that guy's got hair on You came to the wrong place, man. <laughs> Joe, go over the news now. Corn Pop, he was a real tough dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's not necessarily positive in the sense that it's ultimately a good thing. But they announced today uh, the student loans are being, you know, they're kicking that can another three months down the road. (laughs) I mean, it's a good thing in the sense that, like, me and 45 million other people won't be, like, having their uh, backs financially broken just for shits and giggles. But the fact that, like, we're still, like, needlessly having to panic about it every three months is... uh, Less than ideal. It is kind of torture in the sense that they'll let you like freak out about it for two months, and then the last second be like, "Nah, we'll we'll do this again in three months." Like, it's been two years of this, and I'm slowly like going insane from it. Why? Yeah, so you just need to move to Bolivia. I mean, that's that's the only way you're going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, they, they really fucked everyone up. 
everyone over when they said that that was the only thing he can't file for bankruptcy on. I mean, Donald Trump has uh, filed Chapter 11, uh, I think, 11 times. And, and you know, they're, the average student, like, is fucked over like yourself. I mean, you know, th- this, this is why I wouldn't pay for college myself. I, you know, I, I don't want to be a big I told you so guy, but I told you. No, this. It's, it's why I haven't fucking. <laughs> yeah. The only college that I've done is college Google. that was free, you know, as hard knocks. courtesy of the state of Massachusetts. And I'm grateful for that, to be honest. The state you know, ironically, I went to public colleges in Massachusetts and I still have like $50,000 in student debts. That's 50000 more than you should be paying, my friend. Mm. Oh, I know. I, I don't <laughs> want to advocate for you breaking into the, the school's file cabinet and setting it on fire uh, because in the digital age that won't work. But mm. uh, it would be a nice spectacle for like two minutes. Yeah, I mean, it would be a symbolic gesture be of uh, little yeah. finger uh, you know, towards the system uh, writ large. And we're all about catharsis here at the uh, Epoch Capability product of the mental health working group. You know what? If you need to fucking do some arson <laughs> for your mental health parody. What? To, to the FBI <laughs> agents out there listening to this, I don't endorse that. That's why I'm saying, like, you know, <laughs> theory. Yeah, what? Hi, Creed. How you doing? Hello, Agent Creed. Uh, good, good <laughs> we always have to shout out to our FBI agent whenever yeah. we do. Mm. Oh, you guys are homies? He's our biggest fan. I, I think he might be. I He's mean, our biggest like, fan. Yeah. Actually, we're fighting with NSC about that, which is an interesting story when we talk about them. We will yeah, I mean, you know, for a while, uh, Brian from the Trump campaign was my biggest fan. We know that uh, they had people listening to my podcast because they named them the lawsuit. <laughs> he might get named, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, that'd be, that'd be tight. It's happened before. My name is Rusty Shackelford. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) I I mean, I don't want to make things weird for you. I'm just saying it has happened. We invited you, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't don't suggest doing crimes around us because they will. I didn't. I said parody. It was a parody. Yes, parody, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. In the video game. Is what yeah. I said. Yeah. In, in Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah. Minecraft. In Minecraft. Do all those things. That you can. I mean, why not? Never played Minecraft. Wait, are you still doing the news? Are we, uh... Yeah, we're yeah. still. Oh, yeah. I'll yeah. It's, this, it it's this loose, you know. We, we, it's very conversational. So, do not worry. This tends to devolve into dick jokes. Like, I'm surprised we haven't had one yet, to be honest. <laughs> we're yeah, so a little bit. We're a group of gentlemen. I know. <laughs> yeah, so there's like 45 million people who are just like freaking out every couple months and then like having the ball kicked down the road i mean at this rate honestly i i've said this the last like two times that the, the loan's been kicked back but like it's starting to feel like this is never going to get turned back on because it's like not politically possible because there's a critical mass of people who all have the same interests and who are all going to be fucked if like this ever does come to pass so like as much as sofi and uh wells fargo will bitch moan and whine about how it's not profitable and it's unfair to their investors that they can't reap the uh, the criminally insane interest rates off of student lenders. Like, this is probably never going to come to pass. But, like, there's still the possibility it will, which is still terrifying all the same. And the next item is probably, uh, depending on how you want to look at it, is optimistic, but also, like, bitterly depressing at the same time. And I'll elaborate what I mean about the second part of that. And that I want to talk about happy workers things, in Staten Island <laughs> succeeded in unionizing in Amazon in uh, yeah, like Staten Island this week. Yes. By about like 500, 600 votes, it cost mm-hmm. Amazon $4.2 million in the ultimately unsuccessful effort to beat back their own workers. 
That is not even a drop in the bucket for Amazon, yeah. by the way. No, it's not. And while it is great, they have won a union and they have organized. It is also bitterly depressing that they are still subjected to the truly bone-crushing working conditions. I, I truly find it depressing that we are celebrating bone people having to sell their labor and be exploited and subjected to working conditions in which they have to pee in water bottles, shit into mm-hmm. plastic bags, be worked to death, literally, and be just physically broken and subjected to all, all forms of basic human tragedy you know, they do. just to survive. Like, I can speak from personal experience. I worked in uh, UPS warehouses, which are only slightly less depressingly horrific and Dickensian, and that's probably the best these people can look forward to in terms of their working conditions, which is why I find it incredibly depressing that this is seen as a win in that sense. Each according to their needs, each according to their ability. Like, we shouldn't have to live in a society where people are subjected to this kind of treatment just so they can exist. That's true. (laughs) Joe, why you got a sour... Why you got a yucky yum there, buddy? Come on, man. Come on, man. I said it's depressing in that sense. No? Okay. Cool. I want to talk about happy things, man. not going to address it at all. (laughs) But. Fucking fatalistic outlook. Dude, you have been covering this. All right. Question then. So you've been covering this very closely. Like, of all people, you're the one who's, like, staring at the fucking ticker as the votes come in. I still think it's ultimately a good thing. Okay. I'm not saying it's not. (laughs) I'm just saying the working conditions there are horrific. Okay. No one should be subjected to those kind of working conditions. Like, And hopefully this union will alleviate that. Okay. No? Okay. No. I, I would like to hope so. <laughs> it's just that I've, happening? <laughs> I have the, the personal work experience know that like, that's a pretty shitty industry just to work in in general, no matter what happens. <laughs> <laughs> the working conditions of warehouses are literally the most dangerous in any industry in this country. Yeah, I've worked in a warehouse before. It sucks. It's the only thing you can do, according to the Labor Department, it's the only thing you can do that's more dangerous than working in a coal mine. Logging. Underwater welding. G- garbage. Garbage delivery. Or garbage Garbage pickup. delivery! <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think I just started a new company. <laughs> That's what we do. We deliver garbage to the public. <laughs> Alaskan king crab fishing, still more dangerous than a warehouse. I feel like if you're, yeah, if you're mining and you work with like mercury and shit, that's probably mm. slightly, if you're like one of, <laughs> if you like pick electronics out of a scrap pile in like, fuck it, what? <laughs> an, an e-waste dump, that's probably yeah. more dangerous. But you know what isn't as dangerous as being a cop? Yeah. Yes. Not nearly as dangerous as any of that. <laughs> that is true. According to Industrial Safety and Hygiene News, logging workers actually have the highest number of deaths uh, per yeah. capita at uh, 111 per 100,000 workers total deaths. Uh, that's. Do you want to really hear these stats? It's no. boring. But anyhow. <laughs> Well, um, didn't that guy that led the, I, I'm sorry, I don't know everybody's name, that led the whole, like, unionizing of these Amazon workers, uh, kind of a throw shade at AOC? Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently. He's like, that's not, she has nothing to do with this. Oh. How do you feel about that? Me? Who? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't work for Amazon, so I guess he's right. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I agree with what he said. He's like, yeah. Materially, like, what did you about do? AOC, I just like had to do all this work myself here at yeah. Amazon. Like, yeah. yeah, I was going to say that's based. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> is, based a, is, based a, is based a good thing now? Because I yeah, thought that was based, a right wing thing. Based is good. was always a good thing. Yeah. Well, no, but I thought it was like a thing people on the right said, and like so. I guess well, if we're you fucking taking thing, it back, okay? We're okay. taking it back. It's ours now. Right? We're taking back based. Okay. Word. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> fuck the Nazis who fuck, say base. Fuck, yeah, fuck. I always see so so taking it, but I didn't even notice it was theirs in the first place. <laughs> Yeah. You've been saying it all along. I just was too busy, you know, on the internet. For the record, I did say logging initially. Yeah, he did say logging. Oh, right? Nice, good work. Like our friend River Dave. Oh yeah, River Dave's a, He's logger. a logger. Is he? Yeah, or he will. That guy's awesome. I mean, he doesn't professionally do anything any longer. I think he gets uh, some kind of social security, but uh, <laughs> or, back when he was working, Palantir money. Yeah, yeah. Of course, he's getting his Palantir money from uh, Alexander Karp, who wrote him a check for one hundred eighty thousand dollars. But you know, it's, you know, Palantir is not too evil. Uh, you know, they only work with the CIA, the FBI uh, to round up uh, activists uh, while oh, data fuck. mining Facebook and other social media sites in order to do uh, pre-crime like your minority report with Tom. Oh, Cruise. damn. Yeah, it's actually a big thing that we've been. Everybody runs. Yeah. yeah. You know, the whole alphabet soup of, you know, evil agencies. Yeah, kind of. Oh, 100%. And that's the crazy... And they're all after us at uh, once. I mean, uh, most people have not been following uh, my documentary about River Dave, uh, the logger turned hermit. But the fact that Palantir got involved as a whole other level uh, for the anonymous community, uh, hacktivists, etc., that I can't even talk about. But I figure, hey, I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of uh, crossover between those in the River Dave activism group and uh, what you guys are putting out. So I'm being open about it at the moment. Uh, it is a thing. It's also pocket change to that guy. So. Oh, yeah, of course. Multi-billionaire. It's like one of these billionaires who likes to pretend to be an environmentalist and like throw money at whatever's popular at the time. I emailed him today. Alexander Karp? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. He can get back to me now. Okay. I mean, basically, that's Tom Steyer. Right. Uh, Tom Steyer yeah, is. I listen. Don't even. Don't no, even no, talk no, no, about no. my you're, man you're that way. No, Peter Thiel. You mean. Peter not, Thiel. No, Peter not Thiel. Tom, not Tom, Tom Steyer. Steyer. is a totally different game. Yeah, Tom Steyer. I mean, is I, a respectable. I mean, Tom Steyer likes to influence people like uh, you know Voldemort himself, but <laughs> it's a different Voldemort. That's great. Uh, Peter Thiel is a is a pro Trump guy. He's he's one of the biggest Trump donors uh, in in existence. He also funded one of my startups one time. Yeah, well, that was he, weird. He didn't know what. Vol- no, I told you he was evil. You did? Yeah, but he was giving us money. Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> well, there, there goes that culpable and I. <laughs> I mean, he did it for he did it to everybody. But anyway, that's a whole other topic. Yeah, I guess so. But um, better not talk about my meth addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what's your third story, my buddy? We're all doomed. Uh, yeah, as well, brought to I mean, you by the uh, Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change at the United Nations. Uh, a report came out on uh, Monday. Monday. This is a long report. I think it's like a thousand pages or something like that. Jesus Christ. Basically, the gist is we only have until 2025 to drastically cut down our carbon emissions or we're basically screwed. I'm like... I really don't give a fuck about like any year that they give us anymore as like a projection because we're past the threshold. Like we've been past the threshold. There's nothing that like the individual consumer can do. I mean, the fact that we're talking about it in terms of what we can do as consumers versus 
the industry, you know, the fossil fuel industry, even like the other ostensibly renewable energy industries, like again, the Elon Musk. If you're yeah, if you're running your fucking mm. Tesla, you're running it on probably yep. fossil fuel. Like And blood diamonds. The power plants that pump electricity into your fucking car, they're not running on like unicorn farts. You know what I mean? They're running on fucking fuel still. Well, hey, Vermin Supremes is. <laughs> that's true. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all good. Aside from Vermin the point Supremes. Is, that's why I feel like we're doomed because there's well, no you? way. The individual's incapable of doing anything that will make even a dent. And everything that is required in order to successfully do this would require capital operating against its own interest, which is not going to happen. Uh, well, I, I think, uh, you know, one of the big things uh, that folks don't really can consider is that the developing world, you know, really hasn't gotten their shot. Uh, so while, uh, you know, America and uh, the other industrialized nations uh, have been moving right along polluting the world, the developing world is thinking like, hey, I want to get my flat screen TV too. Hey, I want a better life. Hey, I want this and that. And so uh, why should uh, we cut back on our carbon emissions when these guys are the ones that fucked it up in the first place? Uh, so, you know, in order to get everyone on board, uh, you'd actually have to do what Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos probably could do, which is to feed the poor, bring them up to speed and have everyone, uh, you know, kind of on a comparable rate as, as far as quality of life. But I, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't want to sound like a conservative prick that is, oh, you know, like, you know, that this is impossible. It, you know, it can never be done. But, you know, I think there it is in a nutshell. I mean, at least in my asshole opinion. I, I agree 100 percent. And I think the problem that I foresee with that is that if the United States finally gets its shit together and undergoes some kind of vast transformation in terms of switching off of fossil fuel and moving away from these non-renewable energy sources that are also killing everybody, um, that will just become the standard that every developing nation is held to, uh, which is basically an impossible feat. Like the only reason that we have the capacity to do that in the United States is because we've harvested all of this capital and all of these resources from the global south already. So like, as, as you as you said, I, I also don't think it's going to happen, unfortunately. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, because, uh, you know, the primary factor here is the military industrial complex uh, wants to keep feeding the machine. That is the greatest mm. threat to the global health uh, in existence. In fact, that's one of the points that I agree with uh, the Libertarian Party on. Although, I, you know, of course, the libertarians are mucked and mired in right-wing bullshit and Nazism. On that point, absolutely, uh, the military-industrial complex, every time they drop a bomb, like that's doing more damage than a whole city's worth of cars. Um, and yet yes. um, everyone's cheering it on, um, you know, at, as if this is normal. If we did more to uh, e equalize uh, people's quality of life th throughout the world, uh, it wouldn't be an issue. But, hey, Elon Musk needs to fly his little space dildo around uh, the earth. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Well, Jeff Bezos challenged yeah, okay, him. Yeah, OK. So they're going to have a space if, dildo if fight. They have to uh, well, you know, defend their manhood. <laughs> I mean, did you see this, <laughs> the this, this Trump lady that they interviewed talking about Space Force? 
I mean, it's taken the QAnon stuff like up to another level. And I'll tell you, because I've seen the leaked documents in 2014. Trump didn't come up with Space Force. They were planning that. The, the Department of Defense had put that out in 2014. You can see that on publicintelligence.net. Uh, but the point being is like it's a fucking farcical network, you know, to cover for military industrial complex bullshit. And all I'm saying is there was a really funny video of this Trump lady and her Trump getup. And, you know, it's it's trending. All right. Note to self. Put a Do clip of that in post. Do it's trending. We're going to have an emergency broadcast and the military is going to come in with martial law. We are going to be shown eight hours on, eight hours off of videos for seven days. Lauren's looking at me like, stop talking so much. They're trying to do No, I love it. We yeah. love it. Yeah, no, this is good. <laughs> I, I, and I still don't know if you're done with the news or I'm just completely. No, like, no, no, this is how the news goes with yeah, us. Yeah, no, like, okay. again, it's very, very conversational. She's like, Joe, are you done though? I wanted to talk. Yeah, I, I would honestly just be fine with sitting back and watching the, the show unfold. Show unfold. Joe unfold. Joe unfold. Uh, the only, Well, I do have two pieces of news. One being that Wu's uh, anti-protest ordinance uh, has been put oh, into yeah, effect. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Not great. Which, that you know, yeah, yeah, not great, Bob. Um, you have the soundboard, bro. I know. Shut the fuck up. I know. I, I'm not. It's not. <laughs> Oh, I don't even know where that thing. Oh, there. I'm sorry. Not now I great, feel bad. Bob. Now I feel bad because you express the feeling of anxiety that. Not great, Bob. Washes over you in these oh, moments. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, again, I have a small panic attack every time. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta find something on my soundboard. <laughs> but yeah, that's Lord bullshit. Needs a microphone every time I talk. Like, no, I was get, like, get away, shut up. I have things to say about Michelle Wu. <laughs> oh, go, go, no, go. I actually do want to hear this, so uh, please. Julia Mejia voted against it. I'll make a new drink. It was just cool. It's really unfortunate because, you know, uh, I, I really don't like anything the protesters stand for, as I'm sure you'll agree. But, you know, Correct. I, think, yes. uh, I don't want to yeah. be like that, like, you know, oh, I'll defend. I, I don't agree with what you say. I'll defend your right to say it because I really don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't no. want to die on the anti-vaxxer hill. In fact, some of the leaders of yeah. that organization are reaching out to me to try to combine forces, like, because they think I have an army or something. I don't understand why. And so I'm just like, it's awkward mm -hmm. because I'm like, there's nothing politically we agree on. So no, I can't like, I'm like, I, some of the people in your group have assaulted me. I'm not going to go and stand with you, but I do agree that this particular targeted rule that is beyond noise ordinance, beyond standard stuff that applies to every situation is eh, really bad. Yeah, we had an identical uh, analysis of it in the last episode. So Okay, you guys already did that then. It's just yeah, awkward. No. I, I really want to support this. If this was a Black Lives Matter fight, I would be like, you know, yeah, all yeah. like I'd be at this. I, if it was something that I cared about, <laughs> like I would be all about like going and like protesting and getting involved in this particular fight for free speech. But, oh, I don't want to die on the anti-vax hill. I just don't. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Well, we what I said basically was just like Michelle, like you know, we, it we sucks, get it, but come but on, sorry, yeah, <laughs> cringe. That's cringe. Yeah. Not only should you not want to die on the anti-vax hill, you shouldn't get anywhere near it. I, I wouldn't fuck <laughs> that hill with your dick. <laughs> I got a dick joke in. I try not to go to West Roxbury. We got more than one in. We got the dildo space fight, and we got the actual dick joke there. So we're. Uh, just about on par with where we oh. normally are, so thank you. I feel that. like we're a bit light on dick jokes because I feel well, like it's it, it not feels here, like it's more than that. 
We haven't balls. even gone to the biggest sausage party of it all yet, which is NFC 131. Oh, so true. But I don't know if are you done with the news? <laughs> the last the last point yeah. is that Elon Musk bought a, uh, like a majority interest share in Twitter today, and wow. he's going to be uh, on the board and make significant changes to the fucking um platform. Which uh, also, again, Tim Pool loves it. Not great, Bob. He just so, did it so he could keep his own fucking tweets up. Yeah, basically, that's what I think. He's, he just wants to like fucking like be able to ban people who just talk shit about him. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's literally what Tim Pool tweeted. That <laughs> by, by by saying this, I will get to keep my account and you won't. He's, I think wow. he's just trying to sell NFTs he's, or something. He, he's good like that. Oh, wait, we didn't even finish the story about Tim Pool and the trailer that we made there. We don't need to talk about Tim uh, no, Pool. No, no, it's funny. <laughs> You don't know how hard he was sucking my dick about this. So that it's was cute. the thing with the Epstein didn't kill himself. Cute. I'm interested. I want to hear about this. So that made it, it just, it made it to the movie. And uh, so Tim Fool follows Lauren. You can see, this is why Lauren didn't want to talk about it. Uh, from oh, back, back, he's like a creeper. Back in the Occupy days, like oh. Tim Pool asked Lauren out, and they went on a date. It and was so, actually after so, post Occupy. So, so Tim follows Lauren, and he and he sees my my trailer for the movie with Epstein didn't kill himself in it, and he starts like a little t- a Twitter battle with us, saying, "Oh, you should really watch our show. You should like, you know, you should love this. We get along on it." And like, uh, <laughs> then just everyone from our uh, influencer so, sphere uh, just shat on him for like a couple days straight. It was a lot of fun. So here's the thing. Uh, we met. We all met Tim Pool at Occupy. If you were at Occupy, um, hmm. everyone goes in their different directions. Uh, he went to Vice. I went to prison, <laughs> and I got out of prison. And suddenly there were Nazis uh, at the uh, what was that? The Resist Marxism or, nice Boston, free, Boston speech. free Speech Rally in 2017. I just got out of Sorry. prison, so I go to this rally, and Tim Pool is there, and. Um, Hmm. You know, as far as I remembered, he was like kind of hanging out with us before that at the time, but I'd been away for a minute. Then I realized that he wasn't on the good guy's side. He was like hanging out with the fash on the other side. It was very strange. And actually, I think I met Rod that day, too. And, and someone stole his hat. And it was pretty funny. And someone stole his hat. It was pretty funny. I was going to ask about that. What does it look like underneath the hat? It looked like my head. It what? Looks, no, it's not as good as your head. <laughs> What type of question is that? No, this. What does your head look like? Well, he has a giant cranium. He's always wearing a beanie. Like he does, he never takes his hat off. But I I wear a hat a lot. But I'm I'm open about my baldness, and you're welcome to see it. Yeah, but you have like the scully cap swag thing going on. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. It's not the typical. I'm just saying, don't be racist against bald people. This is the thing with people. I mean, Jesus, I mean, God. We're over here, really struggling, people. The, oh, like, the thing come is, on, give Tim Pool a break. You're not a jackass. You so. <laughs> didn't do anything wrong. Fine. No, no, definitely I mean, keep making fun of Tim Pool because he is. See, that's the difference. Is most men who have uh, like come to accept that this is okay are okay with it, and that's why it's so funny to do with Tim because he's so butthurt about it. I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't think there's a sweeping generalization that can be made about guys with male pattern baldness, but. I think we can agree that <laughs> we can make a sweeping generalization about Tim Pool and his entire network. Fantastic episode! Did you see the awesome photos? I'm like, no, this is kind of kink shaming, but that guy Stop. Jack, <laughs> Wait, the pictures of Jack. His no, bed. we're not getting into that. I don't uh, think about that. All right, yeah, <laughs> 
Twitter uh, guy? Tim Wong's going to get indicted soon anyway. Let's yeah, he's definitely getting it. indicted. What yeah. is happening? This is great. <laughs> oh, he's definitely getting indicted. Just follow Rocco Castaro. Like, he's got like all the dirt on this motherfucker. I mean, because this is going back to the Occupy stuff. You just got to follow the right people on Twitter. Like They're dishing all the right shit. Tim's going to get indicted for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I am done. No, here's the thing. I'm not going to resist it anymore. Like, we're done with the news. It's all I had to talk about. Oh, yeah. You what's, are yeah. welcome what's... to talk about the local Nazis and what you've been working on. Yes. Yeah, we should Go probably off. talk about the Nazis, even though we're so sick of them. And then, Hava, if you have a, have a segment, we'll do that after. I had some okay. proper questions written up about this just to guide the conversation. So it's that not would be like helpful. a. No, no, we won't answer. No, no. Refuse. <laughs> yeah. Lawrence going, stop. <laughs> you can't see I have it, so just, many things to say about the stop. Nazis. And you're going to ruin it by talking about Tim right, Poole, who's I'll, a lesser Nazi. I will be serious. Okay. And I'll just shut up until I don't. Okay. So. <laughs> the lesser Nazis. Yeah. You know, like, honestly. Yeah. The police, the real Nazis. That's the, that's the fact right there. That's one of the questions in here. We'll get to that. That was the first question, I'm sure. Who are the real Nazis? <laughs> They're just the Nazis we pay tax dollars to. Sure. They're more, far more dangerous than us. So I, I would say in it would be order of FBI, CIA, JTTF, uh, CIA Department of Homeland Security, ICE, uh, local police, uh, Tim Pool. Uh, you forgot the Stadies. The, okay, the sta- Okay, the DHS, first, then, then Tim Pool and Stephen Crowder, and I think that'd be it. <laughs> I don't know. Those, like, uh, right-wing anti-vaxxers are pretty pushy. Also, whoever runs the fucking New Hampshire Libertarian Party Twitter, yeah. whoever that guy is, it's got to uh, be on there somewhere. I, I, I probably know him. You know, do you know who it is? I don't. Because I, I spent a lot of time with the New Hampshire Libertarians while uh, Vermin... I can't say this publicly, uh, so, you know... So you're going to say it right now. I'm going to say it right now. (laughs) Uh, But Vermin did a magnificent job of doing a deep troll to those motherfuckers in 2020. And we spent a lot of time around them. And uh, just give me a name, and um, I'll let you know what I know. Well, I'm not even on Twitter, so I just see it secondhand. How are you not on Twitter? Oh. Because I respect myself. Oh. Fuck Listen, you don't man. exist if you're not on Twitter, bro. Oh, <laughs> shit. I'm the back end guy. I love. Oh shit! I like to edit, man. I like to. Edit, I, I don't man. like to be in the spotlight here. I'm just the. Can I hire you for free? <laughs> Let's not do it right now. Will you be my Bernie Sanders? <laughs> so this is the thing about NSC 131. They are basically uh, Bernie Sanders with swastikas. stickers. This is the weirdest thing. And. and- <laughs> Yeah, actually, it's unfortunately. Uh, let's not do it right now. In, in getting in, now should we back up before we uh, talk about why? He has questions. Let's answer the yeah, questions. Yeah, okay. Answer, answer, question us. Yeah, let's begin the, the interrogation. Question us. Yes. All right. So we're spot on here. Uh, we are first spot one. On. Fascism. It's been defined in many different ways. Some people say it's like ethno nationalism. A lot of people will. Uh, They'll use like the Mussolini definition, which is the alignment of the state and the private sector. Some people will say a return to an arcane traditionalist social order. But I, we on the epoch, the royal we, are, are interested in the tendencies that have been gaining steam in our area, in the Boston area, in New England. So let's start with NSC 131. Who are they and what kind of interactions with them have you guys had? We've had too many. Um, I would define them as more of the 
the first option that you said aligned with sort of this like hooliganism. Hooliganism, that's a great Where point. they're trying to be like, you know, like, you know, in like, England, there's like those like soccer team gangs and stuff. Yes. It's like that with like a, some kind of ge- like socio-political ideology behind it that involves a lot of Nazi elements and swastikas. Um, and but it's a it's a it's a boys club. So it's almost like an arbitrary tribalism to NSC. Yes. Fascism, fascism itself, the bigger issue of fascism, you could probably get to that. The interview in its entirety will be released separately as a companion episode. So turn on notifications for the show if you haven't yet. But in the meantime, part one ain't even over yet. I think Joe fell asleep or something. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll Rod and Lauren left for the evening, and we just got to wrap up the show. Uh, yeah, and then Joe, I guess, is asleep at his computer. We hope. I hope nothing bad happened to the boy. Anyways, before we do that, we got a segment for you. You can't make this shit up. That interview was full of a lot of shit that you can't make up, and there was a lot of like opportunities to transition, but at the same time, like fuck, that was so much. Anyways. Very informative. Yeah, I'm not complaining, but that was a lot. I'll be editing the interview portion, which is... I'm you don't have to do the out. whole thing, dude. Just <laughs> We can just do like an There's hour. not really that much that I'll have to edit, you know? Yeah, that's true. It's like they were very good. So like they're, they're seasoned media personalities. So like they know what the fuck they're doing. So And it was very gracious of them to uh, stop by. We appreciate it and thank you. And Hava, what uh, can we not make up? friend um I mean, you can't make this shit up uh, uh, we're so just like whatever uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually a pretty old story i don't know Jesus how Christ i picked. found it recently but I just liked it. I learned from Googling that it actually had a very sad ending, but Mm. we don't need to focus on that. Um, It's basically a story about a cow who, as far as I can tell, must have been sentient. (laughs) This must have been a higher consciousness born into a cow body. And the cow was like, holy shit, they're going to eat me. (laughs) And so she ran ran away. She fucked some people up and she ran off to an island. People tried to, like, get her off the island and she kept attacking them. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Becoming Wait, how did this cow make it to an island? It became ungovernable and it just it found is, yeah. a way. Exactly. Just knew. Just knew what to do. No, really, how did that happen? Did this cow swim to a fucking island? She swam. <laughs> She's a swimmer. That is rad. <laughs> <laughs> After failed attempts to recapture the animal, Mr. Lukash gave up hope of bringing back his cow and began leaving food on the island instead. This is in Poland, by the way. We love the Poles. <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> Joe's not here to like say some like esoteric fucking information about Poland that no one fucking cares about. No, so like they, whatever. I, I feel I feel bad for Polish kind of got the short end of the stick over time, and yeah. I think they're mad about it still, which, yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow. Joe was just yeah. online for a second on the Discord, and then he was now he's offline again, so. He was just like, nope. <laughs> yeah. He just nope, nope to sleep. We love him. 
JLB. We love you, Joe. 96. What is it? JLFB. JLFB 96 on the social medias, I think. Anyways, that's Joe's social media. He doesn't even need to be here. My name is Scotty Wife, Sweaty Wife, Scott. Scotty Wife. Why did I say that? (laughs) That was introduced like an awful nickname for myself that could just like hurt me in ways that no one. Scott Wife. No one, no one knows yet. Those are all wild forms of cope. I still like Scotty too, Hadi. I never he actually call you that. I respect him. So call you that. In yeah, my, my name mind. is Scott. Uh, on the social media, I'm at Sweaty Wife on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, all the things. You can enjoy whatever content I produce. You can enjoy. It's not really a lot. I'm also Sweaty Wife on uh, Bandcamp and SoundCloud, where you can find the music. Rock into the music. Have a go. Uh, Mava, you can find me at readingspikehava.com. My name is spelled C-H-A-V-A. What if I brought back the Dharmok? What if I brought back the Dharmok drop? No. Don't do it! It's too long. It hurt you. Hell like, fuck, you. no. You're gonna hurt me? Go. You say just say you're gonna hurt me? I'm gonna punch you in the dick. Uh, okay. Well. <laughs> you son of a bitch. And he's just... And I'm wait, just wait, 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 wait. I have an additional place you can find me. I'm sorry. If you are totally fucking disillusioned with life and lonely and shit uh, and you want to just hang out and talk to somebody about shit and life, go to Simcha Peer Counseling on Facebook. It's spelled S-I-M-K-H-A. I charge sliding scale and will... That's not how you spell Facebook. Thank you. Thank you. And he's Jesse. I'm Jesse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a night. Sorry. Uh, Lauren, Lauren just pinged me and she was like, I hope that was okay. And I was just like, that was amazing. Um, hey, yeah, I'm Jesse. Uh, uh, what the fuck do I usually say? SoundCloud. Um, SoundCloud.com slash Contingents Boston. Uh, you can hit up Conrad-Rosie.org. <laughs> It's like by getting involved tab. Choose one or more mutual aid groups to donate your time, labor, and or money to because people really need your help right now. And I do have a slam recommendation, and it's going to be a fun one. Um, so your slam recommendation for the evening is... The album is called Ravenous Psychotic Onslaught. <laughs> and the artist is Man. stabbing. Stabbing? Stabbing. Ooh, wow. It's a four-piece fucking brutal death metal outfit, half of which are women. The bassist and the vocalist, Meryl Martinez and Bridget Lynch, and they go hard as fuck.
from yeah, Austin slash Houston, Texas. And uh, I definitely encourage our listeners to support them. And I don't have any energy to add to that. The song will speak for itself. I don't need to be as brutal. The onus is not on me to add the brutality. The song is plenty brutal. So. Yeah, it'll cover it. Don't worry, folks. You'll hear it in post. You'll be like, yeah. Did you mention the Sick. Comrade Rosie? I did. Okay, fuck, dude. I'm so out of it. Wow. Um. Yeah, you know, go to that Comrade Rosie. Check out our shit. Go to our Patreon. Patreon. Dot com at, at Epic Incredulity, if I could say it correctly, we're at, we are at... No, it's... God damn it. Patreon.com slash Epic <laughs> Slash <laughs> at plus pound sign. Comrade slash Rosie. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Huh, it's it's, it's www.com <laughs> slash It's dot com. It's dot com. Who's that from? Hope Starwinder. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, patreon.com slash Epic Incredulity. We're Epic Incredulity on the various social medias, Instagram, Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're on Clapper. We are on TikTok, maybe still. Maybe the the participant who does that uh, has ceased this activity, but I don't know. Maybe not. So I lean in and, and hava. What, what, what's the status going on? Okay, silence. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, before, I, I forgot to ask uh, Lauren and Rod if they had any plugs, but um, Lauren actually did just inform me that... Uh, Watch their fucking movie, at least. Yeah, their sales agent wants, wants them to plug it wherever they can, so, yeah. <laughs> 2020, The Dumpster Fire. Is the title of the film. I know that you can watch it on Tubi. Tubi! Legit, like, you can search, like, Rod Weber on IMDb, and he has a shitload of documentaries that he's done. And they're, like, really fun to watch. The editing is great. The breadth of, of footage is great. The trolling is great. The personal interviews he does with people on the ground is great. The relationships he has with people like uh, River Dave and fucking Vermin Supreme. Like, he just knows a lot of people. Um I highly, highly recommend 2020, A Dumpster Fire, and also The Oppressed Majority is the uh, documentary on fascism that he did. Excellent. Thank you. Lauren said Twitter, I guess, but I don't, nah. know, what, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck the Twitter handle is. So. Yeah, the new Elon platform, Twitla. Yeah, you know, and every week we say, uh, but tank parody, but parody, yeah. parody, parody, parody. <laughs> Uh, in the game, Mine, in the Minecraft game, arson. it's in the game. It's in my ass. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite new social media <laughs> audio clips is one that's like something's in my ass. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever it is, something I think in, I got it. Something in the way. There's, there's something in my ass. Yeah, I, yeah. I, don't, I got it wrong. I got it slightly wrong. Something. But. Yeah. No, but yeah, it's There's a, a really good clip of, like, a guy dressed as Batman. Yes. 
dude oh uh, yeah that's right um i'm really like just drained now it's all right man. already felt like shit already didn't get enough sleep kinda, we're sorry under the weather and then yeah shout out to the anonymous patron that told us to not shout them out why the fuck would you do that then <laughs> you ass Sorry, it's 2020 The Dumpster Fire. I was going to correct you, but then I figured that anybody... Let the filmmakers call the movie whatever the fuck they want. (laughs) Yeah, and if you Google 2020 A Dumpster Fire, you're going to get it. Oh, okay. You're going to get it? Like, what does that mean? Like, in a... You're going to get it. The the, the album by The Heartbreakers, which I have on vinyl for some reason. What do you have? You're going to get it in the, my ass. I have the album You're Going to Get It by John Petty and the Heartbreakers. Oh, yeah, you have the weirdest fucking albums, the weirdest fucking vinyls. Yeah, you, you came over and you were like, you have old music. I didn't say you have old. What the you fuck is that? You no said idea. that. Yes, you did. In regards to which mouth. album? In regards to which it's album? It's just like all of the vinyl that I have. Really? No, you like dog. No, dog. I have like company. What is the uh what is the what is the oh it's it's you have a live recording of uh Fiddler, right? Some kind of Fiddler album, yeah. Some kind of Fiddler album. Very close to my heart. Whatever. Fucking we'll put the link we'll we'll put the links to the shit in the description so that instead of trying to remember what the names and shit are, you can just click it and go to it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds good. Click that shit. Click, L- click that link. That was what just hat came out of my brain was lick that link. I don't know why. Lick it. Lick, lick that link. link. Anyways. Like it or take yeah, it. I want to go, I wanna go uh, eat for fuck's sake. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Love you guys. Love you, comrades. Oh, man. Love, love y'all. 